If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to Headstuff Plus. Phoning it in, the improvised phone-in show where the callers have no idea what they're calling in to talk about. My name is Dave Coffey. The usual phone lines are open, so get calling. We're going to kick things off this week with our topic of the week, mistaken identity. Haley is on the line. Haley, you keep getting packages sent to your home, but you didn't order them. Is that right? That's right, yeah. And it's a fucking disaster. It's what, an what, absolute disaster. What are, what are in these packages, Haley? Um, A lot of the time, it's... It's dead animals, uh, dead animals, um, and not even like whole dead animals, which, you know, I wouldn't be a- a- adverse to because then at least it's a meal. You know what I mean? Like a whole dead animal is a meal. Yeah. Assuming but, it's not, you know, being dead for too long. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can do anything with cooking these days, you know, better, better herbs, better spices, but this is more like a paw or a tail exactly yeah yeah it's just parts it's been parts uh which leads me to believe that it's something sinister you know what i mean as like again as i said if it was a whole dead animal i would see it as an offering perhaps um you know a gift uh but the, the the fragments i see as as honestly quite threatening and you said it's nearly always animal parts is there other things as well yeah and books uh, if it's not animal parts, it's books. Okay, well, that's um, not as threatening. What kind of books? No, no, no. Uh, um, self-help ones, generally. Okay. Um, you know, what what to do when uh, you're about to lose it. Um, or um, uh, what to expect when you're expecting, okay. you know. Um, Were you expecting <laughs> when you got that one? What? Were you expecting when you got that one? Uh, no god no no i'd never i'd never have a a grow a human life inside me uh that's uh disgusting 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 yeah Yeah. well look are they always addressed to you though is is your name on them is there any letter inside with the animals uh no they're generally blank like it's not uh you know it's generally like uh, nothing uh sometimes uh sometimes just written on some of them it'll just say lady um, I don't really know what that's about, to be perfectly honest. Uh, just lady in like capital letters drawn in like, uh, you know, um, 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 mar- marker. Well, that's interesting, um, though, because obviously then it's somebody who maybe lives in the area and has spotted you, uh, senses that you're uh, a lady. And maybe this is some kind of what are they romantic... Sen- but what are they sensing from me that they have to send me animal parts? Like, what What am I giving out that that's what I'm receiving back, I guess, is is my question. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the, the self-help books is, I mean, that's a nice gift that, you know, people so, give. Well, people give. It's always kind of offensive. If you it think is a bit passive-aggressive. This yeah. woman needs help. This woman needs guidance. I mean, I think I'm a fairly normal person to be honest okay well it doesn't sound like it if there's if there was anyone in your in your area or in your life that you could you could kind of think oh maybe it's this person who would it be if you had to just guess is there anyone i mean i have uh you know i i often adopt children um 
uh, and then, you know, set them free. Um, so, like, my belief is that children shouldn't be, you know, kept in a home they deserve to be out out and free and you know you shouldn't keep a child in a cage yes you know um so what i do is i adopt children uh you know usually in and around the like you know six to ten mark uh and i'll keep them in the house for maybe a couple of weeks and then i'll set i'll set them free into the um into the world you know okay so you think maybe one of these kids has, has grown up a little bit and is now, I don't know, maybe just trying to thank you or... I mean, I can't be sure, like, but you asked me, you told me, you put me on the spot, you said, who do you think it could be? And I mean, that they're the only people I've ever really interacted with, to be honest. I won't grow a child inside me, but I will, I will adopt them and I will... Let them run uh, free. Let them free, yeah. Well, listen, it, it, it said lady on the packages. Did any of these kids know you as simply Lady, or did they call? Well, that's you what I'd ask them to call me. Yeah. Okay. Well, look. Hey, that's a big clue. That's a big clue. Uh, yeah. That's, that's an unusual. Uh, that's an unusual thing for somebody to to be called like. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not having them call me Mother. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, you didn't grow them inside you, like some I didn't kind of. Grow them inside me. Don't be fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Well, look. Uh, we've got another caller on the line. It's Sammy. Oh. Uh, Sammy is, in fact, one of your uh, one of your former adopted kids, and oh, he's, oh. he's the one, he's the one who's been sending the package with Sammy. Yeah, great to see you, lady. Yeah, how's it going, Sammy? Uh, it's going really well. Um, yeah, that wasn't your given name, now. That's not the name I. No, is that a name that you've chosen for yourself? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've adopted what you might call like uh, you know a, a civil name. Oh, the uh, you know, the adopted the adopted has become the adoptee. I see. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's <laughs> so you're, you're just as funny as I remember you. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had a laugh. Haley, we what, what a laugh. did you call I'm Sammy? So I'm sorry. What, Haley, what did you call Sammy? I called him L- Little Tugger. Little Tugger. <laughs> little Tugger by name, Little Tugger by nature. Isn't that what you always said, lady? That's what I always said. Uh, you know, I, I, the, the names I gave the children were, you know, what I what I saw them giving to the world, what I saw them putting out, what I saw, you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't going to restrict them. I wanted them to, to be what they were, you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, yeah, and I gave a little tug, you know? Oh, you, you know what I did? And I appreciate it. Dave, I appreciate you putting me on the phone to Lady here. I, I, it's, it's like, I wouldn't have done it myself otherwise. Yeah. Um, well, look, what age were you when Lady adopted you, Sammy? Uh, I was between six and eight. Okay. And how soon after she adopted you did she let you out into the world? Um, a couple of weeks. Oh, right. Okay. So you didn't know, you didn't know her for that long. <laughs> no. And wh- no, uh, as is as was her method, uh, yeah. if you, uh, Dave. She would you would keep a, a hold of me for a while, and then um, would you know let release me into the world. And, and what age you know, are you now, Sammy? Thriving. What age are you now? I am eight. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's great that um, it's great that you've learned uh, how to to talk. Actually, you didn't know how to talk. I mean, you're. I'm as surprised as you are, honestly, lady. I, I swear. Um, like you're very vocal, very vocal. It's yeah, you've done me the world of good, obviously, being out in the world. Look, I, 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 I just wanted to thank you um, for everything, uh, for adopting me, 
and letting me go and letting me just roam around and you know just learning a couple of things about myself and mm-hmm. honestly I think this is the this is what you know I wish there were more people like you is what I'm trying to say sorry I'm a little mm. I'm a little uh, flushed you know it's okay it's, Sammy it's, Sammy what's with the parts of the dead animals what's that oh about? oh yeah of course I mean um I guess uh I guess I, you know not having um a sort of a, I guess a quote unquote, like normal upbringing. Uh, I guess I didn't really know how to communicate with Lady. And I felt that um, some, uh, I don't know, maybe a, a kind of an offering, I guess you would call it, to her would be the most appropriate way of kind of communicating. And hopefully getting an idea of that, like, I'm really, you know, thriving out here and really mm. feeling good about myself. And what about the self-help books? Because that seemed a little bit, Passive aggressive. Oh, I mean, I, I I'm not able to read. I just am able to talk, so I didn't actually know what books I was giving her. So, unfortunately, if you you know maybe if I cause offence, then I and I, I I do apologise, uh, lady. Um, yeah. So, little Tugger. Um, what mm. I'll say is, um, I appreciate that, and I and I mm. see now that this is the gesture that you were yep. uh, offering. Um. The the animal parts are not are not acceptable. No, um, they're not acceptable. Uh, if you're gonna, as I was saying, kind of to Dave earlier, if you're gonna give anything, I'd say whole animal parts. Yeah. Uh, as punishment, I'd like you to tug five times. Okay. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's no problem at all. And you know what? You're dead right as well. I'm glad. God, it really brings me back as well. <laughs> Man, those couple of weeks. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's nice to, uh, you know, it's nice to receive some sort of guidance. And I appreciate that. And, you know, in future, I'll, I'll send you full animals. And you know what? Maybe I'll just leave the books entirely. Yeah, I mean, uh, and also, to be honest, I prefer no communication at all. I mean, once oh, I... Oh, okay. I, yeah, no, like, once I set oh. you off on your way, like, it's, you know, mm. I, you know, this is fine. It's nice. It's nice mm. to get good feedback and to know yeah. that, you know... As I knew, uh, I was doing God's work. Um, yeah, so it's good, it's good to get that reinforcement. But kind of from now on, I'd like to never hear from you again. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's, look, I'm glad you, uh, yeah, absolutely. That, that makes sense to me. Um, Dave, do you, uh, what's your address? Well, I don't like to give it out on the show, but... If ah, I mean, look... Um, I'll give him your address. He's hungry. Give me your give address. Give me your address. We could take that off air, and if you want to send me certainly whole animals or uh, books, that's that's mm-hmm. totally fine. Uh, yeah, well, um, okay. I prefer if you announced it. I'm not going to announce it. But listen, I, stay, stay I, on the line, because we're going to have some other callers who also... Um, subject to uh, mistaken identity and maybe mm-hmm. you guys can jump back in and um, we have Ron on the line Thank you. Ron uh, you're regularly mistaken for a celebrity who is it Ron <laughs> I know for my sins Dave for my sins <laughs> who is it Ron oh come on surely you can tell via the timbre of my voice <laughs> uh, is it it's, is it purely on your voice or is it looks as well or no, well, the looks do come into it, but I know you can't see me, so I'm going to try and transmit everything via the vocal coordination. <laughs> is, I don't know, is it Ryan Tuberty or something like that? Uh, no. No? Ryan Tuberty? Yeah. No. Just because, yeah, I don't know, he's a radio uh, personality, I guess. Yeah, but like, I don't, yeah, but I don't, I don't respect or like him, so. Okay. Um, 
<laughs> Keep a guessing, Dave. <laughs> Pakenny? Uh, no, it's not. He's not Irish. He's not Irish. Uh, Sorry. Okay. Okay. Right. Maybe if I did a little bit of a voice like this shit, it might be a clearer. But that's just a, that's the only American accent I can do. So he's American, is he? He is American. Yes. Okay. Uh, look, we could be here all day. So maybe if you just want to let me just tell me, that'd be easier. Uh, sure. Okay. It is the um, uh, actor John Malkovich. John Malkovich. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He does have a a, a a really pleasant speaking voice. Actually, now that absolutely. Know. Yeah. So, so I'm you, con- you look like John Malkovich as well, is it? I look exactly like the actor John Malkovich. Yes. Correct, Dave. And what's it like being John Malkovich? Fine. Uh, okay. Um, is there any like advantages to it or? Oh, I mean, sometimes if I'm, you know, trying to get seated at a restaurant quicker than normal, I'll be like, I, I'm sorry. So I'll put on the, I'll, I'll put the whole show on and I'll be like, <laughs> sorry, it's, uh, I don't know if you noticed, same what. <laughs> John Malkovich, the actor from the films, and they sometimes seat me quicker, sometimes slower. Hmm. And is there, would you say, is there any disadvantages to looking like John Malkovich? Yes, I keep getting cast in films and I don't know how to act. Right. Okay. So, how is that coming about then? So, do you know Element Pictures? Yes. Yes. So they are responsible for Normal People and a few other kind of you know uh, uh, Irish success stories. But they keep calling me because they think I am. They don't think I'm John Malkovich because that would make no sense. So they think I am. They think I'm a. They think I am as good as John Malkovich because I live in Ireland, but I am John Malkovich type. And I don't have an agent. This might seem like a crazy question, Ron. What's your last name? Uh, Malkovich. (laughs) So maybe that's helping with the confusion is that your, your name is so similar. It, I can okay. Now that you pointed it out, I can see where they're probably getting confused, especially if their assistants have grubby hands and the or can kind of get a little bit smudged yeah. and it looks like a J. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I understand. I fully actually, you know what? Now that you pointed it out, God, is the egg showing? I see where they are, I see where they're coming from. But ultimately, I'm not comfortable on set. I'm very, I'm very adverse to the acting professional in general. Uh, I don't like putting myself out there. And it's a, it's a real struggle. It's a real struggle. But why don't you just turn down these roles? Because I need the money. Uh, okay. Yeah. You don't, what, do you do anything else for a living? Uh, if gambling was a living, I suppose you could say I do that for a living, but uh, it's not a living. I lose a lot of money. Right. Okay. And, and were, you, uh, were you in Normal People? No, no. God, no. What, what's the last production you were involved with? I was in a student short film, um, and it was about, controversially, it was a pro-incest uh, film. A pro-incest film. It was trying to argue that we should, uh, the normal people, <laughs> ironically, that normal people <laughs> should adopt the same values of the aristocracy. Right, okay. And you, were you paid for this student film? No, God, no. I paid them. But I thought you didn't like acting. I hate it. I despise it. Yeah. So uh, did you fund this film? No, I was certainly a producer. I was certainly on the credits and in the credits as a performer, but I, God, no, I wouldn't. Um, yeah, no. I, so you did paid not to be in it and that's how you got your production credit, your producer credit and your acting role in it, but you weren't paid for the film. 
what, Correct. And you don't like acting, so why did you hate, do this? hate acting? Hate acting. Why, why did you do this pro incest film? Oh, I just thought I needed. I thought I could build a reputation off the back of it. So I need a lot of money, Dave. Unfortunately, and I thought if I sort of got my face out there, maybe I could kind of you know leapfrog into maybe like a a radio hosting gig or something like that. You know. Mm. And how is that working out for you? Terribly, terribly, Dave. You do have a great voice. Uh, Thank you. And how did you get into the old, uh, the old biz? <laughs> uh, well, I suppose uh, you know, making making tea, the usual. Making tea. Yeah, you know, just being a runner and doing odd jobs for people. Do you need a runner or uh, any odd jobs done? <laughs> Are you 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 you're looking for work now? You're still trying to you still trying to break. Uh, uh, Methinks the boy do needs uh, a job. <laughs> of course, Dave. Of course. Well, listen. I'll I'll give you my uh, details off air, and and we'll see if we can we can find. Uh, yeah, I noticed you weren't giving your details in the last uh, interview either. Could you just uh, like just just an inkling as to where you live or? No, I, I, we've had some uh, we've had some issues with that in the past that haven't worked All out right. too well. Uh, listen, Ron, it's been lovely talking to you. Uh, I wish you the best <laughs> of luck, and uh, I will we will follow up, and and maybe we can have you back on. Uh, as a, as an intern or something as a as a host as a yeah. host he says well, <laughs> as maybe. a host he doth declare that uh, uh, we'll uh, we'll Ron Malkovich dirty Ron Malkovich might hosteth the show <laughs> we'll see Ron yeah listen all right okay Dave all right well thanks. I've got to move on to some other quarters now. Emily, uh, you found a treasure of sorts in your basement. Is that right? Hello, Dave. I'm sorry. I'm doing, I, us- I uh, usually have my son help me with all the technology and I'm here on my own. But yes, I found a treasure. What was the treasure, Emily? Well, it was a pile of uh, Civil War bricks. Civil War. Uh, the, are you talking about the Irish Civil War or the American Civil War? Oh no! Hi, I'm calling. I'm calling from Ithaca, New York, United oh. States. Okay, great. So uh, these were American Civil War bricks. Yes, American Civil War bricks. Um, and I hope you don't mind me calling into your show. It's just with the internet. I just, I just love listening to all the Irish shows and all. And I'm just such a big fan of yours. Hello. Up the show. <laughs> we look. We love callers from all over the world uh, phoning in. That's what makes this show great. But tell me more about these bricks. What? What? How did you know they were from the Civil War? What were they used for? Well, Dave, uh, I, I well, it, it was it was a dark it was a dark night, and there was there was a noise going on with a with a broiler, and I walked downstairs and I suddenly noticed that there's this pile in the corner that I've always just assumed was wall and I walk up and I get closer and I couldn't see anything so I walked back upstairs and I grabbed my flashlight or torch that's what we call them yeah it is yeah so that I walked up the scene by the way I mean a lot of times people just kind of jump into what they're talking about well you're you're really painting a picture here oh thank you well I um I'm a librarian Okay. So I am surrounded by stories that they just flow through me. So anyway, I, I go downstairs and I, 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 I use my flashlight on the bricks, realize they are not part of the wall. And then I start picking up the bricks and they said on them the, the Civil War. They say the Civil War on the bricks. 
They did. Some said uh, they're, they're kind of branded into the bricks. I mean, I'm not a Mason. I have a brother who's a Mason. Rest in peace. If he was alive, he could tell me what was going on. But like they're, they're just kind of branded into the bricks. Some say the Civil War. Some say our Civil War. Uh, some uh, were just blank. But you get the sense that they had something to do with the Civil War as well? I did. So I went to the library, of course, because that's where I work. But I went on my off hours. I don't want people to think that I'm at the library just researching things when I'm meant to be working. I am not. When I am there, I'm there to help other people. Um, and you should talk to your librarians because there's a, they're a resource that people don't really realize are there to help you. And they're not just there to shush you. But I went to the library and I looked it up and... Apparently, in my area, there was a person who wanted to build a, he wanted to continue the Civil War. Right. So he branded all the bricks with this, he was going to have a house called the Civil War House, where when you went inside, there was still unrest and there was still fighting. Okay. And there were some very racist things on the bricks as well, which is not very funny at all. It's not, I, I was horrified when I found it, especially with everything happening right now. And I was just like, I don't want people to think that. And I am a white woman, okay. unfortunately. So, the, I mean, fortunately, I mean, I'm checking my privilege. I just, anyway, I have found these bricks. And, um, and you might be wondering, how would this be a treasure? Well, there was $100,000 at the bottom of the bricks. Okay, yes. I hadn't, I'd forgotten that it was a treasure altogether. Yes. So, uh, so this is uh, current currency? Like you, you're able to spend this money? Like, it, was all, it was all dated from the 80s. Okay, all right. Yeah, and I was, I was able to bring it into my local, my local bank, Bank of America, um, and I was able to deposit it. So... Uh, do you think this guy uh, had had gotten these bricks together in the 80s and was going to use this money to build the Civil War house, but maybe didn't get around to it or something? Well, from what I could tell from the research, he was, uh, he had at the beginning, he, he was actually Civil War era. Okay. Halfway through the Civil War, he went into a coma. He woke up miraculously and was disappointed that he had missed the whole thing. And he had a lot of money, apparently, and he was just going to then build a, a Civil War house. It's quite a, it's a sad story. Did he ever build the Civil War house? I saw, I, I, I could see on some microfiche, some pictures of the house starting to be built. Um, no one would help him with it. So it was just him standing outside kind of with a shovel in front of this kind of half built house. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it was finished. I suspect not. Um, I don't know why the bricks were stored there. Um, do you think there would be any, have been any interest in the time at the time in this civil war house? Like there could be some people who, uh, from the South would, would have enjoyed traveling up to uh, Ithaca, assuming he was going to build it around there. And, right. You know, just having a sense of, of the Civil War still going, they're going to relive in their, their glory days. Yeah, I, 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 I assume as much, which is a, it's a dark, it's a dark thought. Yeah, yeah. So any is- idea where the Sundar Grand came from? Uh, sorry, any idea where the what? The hundred grand came from, the hundred thousand dollars. 
Oh, I think it's my dead brothers, honestly. <laughs> Nothing to do with the bricks. Well, he was so cheap, Dave. I mean, I miss him. I miss him dearly. But like he would he would make so much money and he would just always be dressed in just like rags and just horrible clothes. At Christmas, he would never go in to pay for Mav's gift. He was just so incredibly cheap. And he always I live in my mother's house. So I live in our family home. And I think that, you know, he was a mason. He may have found the bricks and just kind of stacked them there is maybe what happened. And he just kind of, he was, he was cheap and also uh, not the smartest. And I think he may have just left all of his, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's passed away now. Is he, he is, he was, um, he was a Mason, but he wasn't a very, he wasn't a great Mason. And there was, uh, there was a day on, on a new year's day, he had drank a little too much the night before and he was, uh, filling a parking lot with uh, cements. Um, I should also say I'm also from Boston. So he was filling this parking lot and the parking lot's being filled with cements. And uh, he he went to take a nap like he usually did on a bench and he mistook a, uh, a, a, a lake of cement for a bench and he just drifted off to sleep. And they found him there, just his nose sticking out because he had a very big nose. And uh, he... Uh, Drowned in cement, or uh, I, it's it's unclear if he drowned, or I mean, I su- I suppose because it's liquid, you know, he could have. They didn't find him for a long time because uh, he was deep. He uh, he had gone out on his own um, to work at the site. wasn't really supposed to be there, but he just loved to work. So it's unclear if he drowned or if he starved to death. Yeah. Well, listen, um, I want to ask you about this this 100 grand. Uh, do you still have it? What are you going to do with it? Well, I, um, I, I do. I, I have, uh, I have, I have it uh, minus um, roof repairs. And uh, I, I was going to go on a big cruise. But I've lost that because the cruise is canceled. Um, I mean, honestly, I'd really love to come to Ireland and, uh, I mean, well, I, I'm, I'm happy you're asking me. I think we're kind of on the same page here, Dave, because I would love to come and visit you if you just give me your address and I could just come and we could just, I would love to just say hello. Yeah, well, we can, we can talk about that off air. In the meantime, um, we have another caller on the line who is an expert on getting rid of racist memorabilia like the uh, oh. that you have. Yes. Uh, Henry. Hey, how's it going? My name is Juan, <laughs> and uh, I hear you got a bit of trouble with some racist bricks, and uh, I want to help you out, darling. I want to, hey, look, I, uh, I'm i a bit of an expert, as they say, uh, getting rid of uh, racist memorabilia. I can train you how to do this. It's very easy. It's very easy. You just got to eat it. You just gotta eat it. You gotta figure out a way to eat it, and then it's gone. I've eaten so many, I've eaten so much racist shit, you wouldn't fucking believe. Those bricks, they're gonna take a while to go down, but you just gotta take them apart bit by bit and stop putting them in your food. Just use it like seasoning, you know what I mean? Put them in sauces, put it in soups. Just break down those bricks, and then you just, you gotta fucking, and then you're gonna eat them, and they're gonna be gone. It's the only way to get rid of racist stuff is to eat them. Okay, well, um, sorry, what did you say your name was? 
I said my name was Henry Plunge. <laughs> okay, Henry. Um, so uh, you want me to eat the bread? I mean, I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to eat bricks. It's our responsibility when we find racist shit. You got to figure out a way to eat it. It's just if it calls to you, what if happens upon you? It's your responsibility if you find racist shit. You got to find a way to eat it. You got to. Yeah, I, I, I have to agree with uh, with Henry here. Uh, Henry Plunge, thanks for calling in. Emily, if you were trying to get rid of those bricks some other way and they were to fall into the wrong hands, think of the damage that could be done. Um, so. Well, I think sure. what Henry's saying is you're not just going to sit down uh, with a brick on a plate and eat it like with a knife and fork. But if you can find a way to grind that down to dust uh, and put it into like a salt cellar or whatever and just just have a little bit on a meal, on a normal meal, a bit like you put on. Okay. I, 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 I'm feeling a little offended because it sounds to me like you are recommending that I kill myself in the same fashion that my brother died by inhaling... Oh. Hey, no, no, no. The men's. We're talking about white privilege earlier, and this is how you do What This is what you do with your white privileges. You eat okay. Shit. So, look, it just happens to be a coincidence that, you know, bricks are kind of the same way your, your fucking brother hit the snooze. So, it's just... All right. You know what I mean? But, look, if, you know, if this was something else, if this was like a Nazi flag or like a Confederate flag or something, I'd tell you to fucking eat that too. You find... You find a fucking way to eat the shit. Dave, you got the right idea, kid. Okay, well, what what are, so, what are some things that you have eaten, Henry? Oh, man, I've eaten some racist animals. I've eaten some racist people. <laughs> I've eaten some, I've eaten some racist badges. How can you tell that an animal is racist? In, I've seen a dog and his asshole, you know, his asshole is in the shape of a swastika. <laughs> <laughs> if you saw a dog like that, would you talk to its owner at all, or do you just? Nah, you don't. You can't trust no owners. My question is: If a dog has an asshole in the shape of a swastika, doesn't that make him the least racist dog ever? Because he's 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 shitting out a, a poop swastika, which I think sends a very clear message that uh, Nazis are shit, right? Uh-huh. Dog knows what he's doing. That dog knows that he's got that swastika on his asshole. That dog knows what he is. You only make, you only become that if you're a fucking racist. You know what I mean? Dave, look, you sound like you might be uh, quite partial to the cause here. Would you mind if I posted you some racist <laughs> and you could eat it? Would you mind if I got your address? Yeah, and- that, that sounds great. I'd I'd love to I'd love to be involved in that, and uh, I will give you my address off air uh, after the show. Uh, I'm just going to do a, a group email to everyone. And look, I'm sorry you got to eat some bricks. Okay, well, it's the least I can do. You're right. Well, I mean, you got a, you got a hundred grand out of it, so you know, swings yeah. around about Emily. Yeah. Listen, guys, great talking to you both. Uh, thanks for phoning in. Before I move on to my special guest, I want to remind you that this show is supported by you, the listeners, via our Patreon account, patreon.com forward slash phoning it in show, where you can watch the episode in video format and enjoy a bunch of other exclusive content. Thank you. I'm joined on the line by my special guest, Ron DeVue, Las Vegas casino and nightclub owner, who is known by his many celebrity friends as Mr. Saturday Night. Ron, welcome to the show. Baby! How are you, baby? (laughs) (laughs) Ron, it's great to have you on. Listen, why did they call you Mr. Saturday Night? 
Why do they call me Mr. Saturday Night? <laughs> Acting like you don't know. Of course you know. Basically, I only work one day a week. Oh, that's it. You're, you're, you only work Saturdays. Absolutely. Six days a week, I'm working on myself. And then one day a week, I go out hard. <laughs> Wait, so when you say you're working on yourself, what do you mean? I got a lot of demons. Okay. So it's like, yeah, your 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 self help, self improvement, yeah, yeah, self improvement, trying out Buddhisms, things like that. But yeah, it was Saturday night though. A bang, 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 bang. <laughs> so you the, gamble, Dave. You gamble. You gamble? Uh, Question mark at the end of the sentence. Uh, occasionally. Uh, <laughs> What's the most you ever bet? Uh, like twenty twenty euro or something like that. <laughs> Child's play, a Chucky too. Child's play. You gotta go big. You gotta go. Come on, Dave. All right. How much money you got in your account right now? Uh, I don't like to disclose that kind of thing on air. All right. Just okay. If you don't tell me how much we got in your account, just tell me your home address. I can give it to you afterwards for sure. But uh... sure. Okay. Okay. Stop me if I guess how much money you got in your account. You'd stop me. All right. Uh, sure. Okay. Twenty euros. Stop. Oh, you got 20 euros in there. Yeah. You want to make that into 2,000? 100%. Two grand? Two K? Yeah. Two billions? What, what do I do? You just got to bet on this. It's a, it's a dead cert. It's a dead cert, Dave. It's called Mr. Biggins. He's a racehorse and he's going to win big. Okay, Mr. Biggins, where's he racing? When, when's this happening? He's racing in Las Vegas, baby. Okay, all right, brilliant. So listen, you're Mr. Saturday night. You only you only work on a Saturday, right? So Correct. Mr. Saturday only works Saturday nights. So how do you run the casino and the, and the nightclubs and stuff if you're only working one day a week? Is it other people running it for you or...? No, I just sort of get it all done in those 24 hours. Actually, they call me Mr. Saturday Night. <laughs> no such thing as a Saturday <laughs> in, my, in my line of work. <laughs> Mr. Saturday Night, they call me. <laughs> but I get it all done in about 24 hours. I sort of don't sleep or eat for 24 hours, and I get all the administration and all the necessary things done. Yep. Right, so you're not partying on a Saturday. No, I'm partying... Well, my days of partying are probably behind me, Dave. Okay. All right. Okay. So the, the name Mr. Saturday Night that you, all your celebs friends call you, it's mm-hmm. more... It's, all my celebrity friends, correct? It's more in relation to your work work ethic, which is that correct. 24 hours straight on a Saturday. Um, correct. Okay. Yes, Dave. What, who are some of these celebrities, just out of interest? Oh, uh, I mean, you're talking the 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 cream of the cream of the Hollywood crop. We're talking John Malkovich. <laughs> We're talking uh, Winona Ryder. We're talking Terry Hatcher. You seen uh, Desperate Housewives, Dave? You seen Desperate Housewives? Yeah, yeah, big big fan. Yeah, big fan of Desperate Housewives. Well, I mean, Terry Hatcher specifically, but yeah, the show's. Oh, show. okay, but not a big fan of Desperate Housewives, the TV yeah. show. It's okay. It's okay. I think it, it petered out, you know. It went on for seven years, Dave. Really? Yeah. You thought it petered out? Okay. Yeah, I thought huh? like the first season was good. Uh, Miss Hatcher will be not amused. <laughs> Jesus, don't tell I her I said that. I won't tell her. No, don't. God, don't tell her I said that. Listen, uh, Rod, it's great having you on the show. Um, uh, slightly change in the format you weren't in on this but in, instead of of the kind of usual callers who might ask you right. questions we've 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 lined up a few uh 
a few people I suppose from your past who who wanted to come on and just I just was share some fond memories with you. So uh, have, Dave, yeah. Sorry, I don't take too kindly to being invited onto a radio program and then being attacked. No, uh, no, no, Scott. Uh, no, Ron. This is. Uh, this is this is people that you've shared, I'm sure, a lot of fond memories with. Starting with your former business partner, Scott uh, Scott Chan Soto. Hey yo! Whoa. <laughs> oh my God! I can't believe it. It's been so long, Scotty. Whoa! What are you doing? I can't believe it. We haven't seen you in forever. I know, and I think we're going to have an entirely positive interaction right now. Oh, yeah. I have nothing bad to say about you. You're my best friend. My best friend in the whole wide world business. (laughs) (laughs) Remember we used to kiss? Remember that? Remember we used to kiss for money in front of the crowds? That's right. The first time we ever gambled. We won't smooch, and then we'd smooch. (laughs) That was our first gig. So you guys were business partners. Uh, why, 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 do, why are you not in business anymore? What happened? Oh, it's simple, really. Yeah, of course, it's so simple. Got um, moved away. He got a family and he moved to uh, Scottsdale. That's right, Scottsdale. I've got the old ball and chain here, you know. They're holding me down. Can't breathe, Dave. <laughs> I tell you what, Dave. I fucking hate his wife. <laughs> oh, you and me both. <laughs> <laughs> me and Dave always uh, bonded over how much we disliked his romantic partners. That's right. Yeah, it was the. It was uh, just a little joke between us, you know. I Dave? know, but sadly, it's really impacted your life. It has. Yeah, I'm fairly miserable. You know. No, these things yeah. are really tough at the moment. How them little kids though, those little uh, little little guys running around. The little ones? Oh, they are a nightmare. Uh, they are running around, it. kicking me in the shins, making my life a misery. Hey, Dave, can you give us a minute? We just gotta yeah. catch up, if that's all Dave, right. I don't know. I don't know if that's gonna guys. impact. I appreciate this. Yeah, this, is what, this is what we wanted. It's bringing bringing old friends back together. Yeah. Uh, Tell us a little bit more, Scott, about uh, you're having problems with your partner, is it? Yeah, well, you know, I've never ever gone out with anybody that I liked. That's a that's a problem. That is a problem for for Scotty. He's never liked anyone he's ever dated. He's he's always and these are your words, Scotty. You say all of them are a hag hag bitch. This one is the latest in a long line of hag bitches. Hands up. And got me. And Ron, did you not? I don't know. Give him some advice. Maybe tell him to try and find someone else. Or oh well, uh, that'd be like the blind leading the blind, Dave. I'm okay. a, uh, so I'm a, some a unlucky in love, with... I guess is fair to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Scotty never gave me advice. But he's mention? never had a good Dave. You got to understand that, Mister Saturday Night. So Saturday Night's the time everybody's going on dates, Dave. He's yeah, working, working. working on Saturday. He's but I'm working 24 hours. Yeah, yeah, and that's got to eat into your Friday. It's got to eat into your Sunday. Absolutely. Uh, I spend basically the next six days anxious and uh, nervous about the one 24 right. hour period where I'm going to work. It's admin day. So it kind of ruins the rest of the week for me, Dave. Really? You gotta understand, Dave. He hates admin. He is so he hates it. He sees numbers and words. He's I'm like, a natural showman. I have no head for numbers. I can't. Do, not, I can't. It's like they all come off the page, Dave, and they're just all over. Like it's he's like, like they're dancing he's, around. It's it's like bees around, Dave. Like you don't understand. Problem, but yeah. All right, look, uh, we mentioned your romantic partners earlier. I, I have uh, not a romantic partner, but uh, a Oh, well. 
personal well, assistant. Segue well, uh, personal <laughs> way of putting it, isn't it? Uh, she was your personal assistant. Oh. Ellie, Ellie Ghent is on the line. Hello, Ellie. How oh are my you God, doing, my darling, my girl. Hi, hi, Mr. S. Hi, Mr. R. Hey. Hello. Hi. Um, I, uh, Dave reached out and just asked if I had any fun memories uh, just about Mr. R. This ought to be good, Scotty. This ought to be truckload. Yeah. Pull that truckload of memories in <laughs> yeah. the driveway. Pull it over his fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I don't, um, I don't live in Vegas any, anymore. I live in, uh, in Montana. But when I was in, in Vegas, I was Mr. R's personal assistant for a few years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, he was just so fun and so crazy. Uh, there was this... Um, the, uh, the the one of the top memories that comes to mind is uh, it was a it was a it was a Saturday night or mm-hmm. Saturday yeah, night yeah, of course sounds right, <laughs> sounds right. <laughs> and um, Mr R was uh, partying up in his suite and um, there were lots of women there and lots of men and lots it was just really real fun um, and 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 someone we thought someone had died. Wait, sorry. Uh, just sorry. I, thought, I hate to run ramrod all over this story, but you said this was a Saturday night. Saturday night. Saturday night. Saturday night, and I was partying. Hmm. Well, I, I, I'm sorry. This story ain't exactly adding up. But, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. Not Saturday night is the one fucking <laughs> night of the week that you were. I do not party. Yes, I'm sorry, Mr. R. I'm sorry, Mr. R. No, <laughs> don't apologize. Just don't get it wrong. Yeah, no, I'm sure it was. It was probably a, a Friday night. Well, oh, I mean, well, Friday night. I, well, I mean, it's confusing, Mr. R, I'm because sorry, you made Dave, us call. This story makes no fucking sense. I'm sorry, Dave. <laughs> this is not adding up at all. Well, Dave, you should understand. He. The, I think we better get her off the phone call, Dave. Well, no, she said uh, somebody dying or. Yeah. Well, we thought we thought that someone had died. Yeah, we um, thought. And so, Mr. R, um, Mr. R had me um, take what we thought was a dead body Mm, down to the to the Bellagio fountain to dump in the Bellagio fountain, Mm. but then it ended up that they were alive. (laughs) They had just had a seizure, but so there is that. and then there was another time where Mr. R went missing. It's not a good, you know, we can move on. Oh, I'm uh, sure you got, Dave, I'm sure you got lots of people to get through. Yeah. I'm sure. Well, there is the pen. Mr. Estes. But I don't like having drunk women on the show. I don't think. I'm not drunk. No, I think the overall so story. Ellie, sure, sorry, what was where? the next story you were going to tell, Ellie? Well, there was a t- there there was a period of about two weeks when Mr. R went missing, mm. and at that time, Mr. R and I were romantically involved. Well, or you s- 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 says, s- says you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can't, keep, you can't keep Mr. R nailed down. <laughs> so, so go on. Sorry, I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, so I, I was I was worried because he was my boss, but he was also um, my. Yeah. yeah, and um, it, it turned out he had just he, he had he had just driven up to Canada with another woman, <laughs> but he was fine. So that was 
That was really funny for everyone because we were really worried that he had been killed because he had pissed off so many so many mob bosses and stuff from stealing so much. And we thought that there had been a hit taken out on him. So that there was that. Mm. Ron, Ron, does this sound familiar? Do you remember this? Yep. <laughs> yeah, good times, fond memories. I'm, I'm, yeah, very fond memories. Uh, yeah. Yep, rings a bell. Well, and and there was a time there was a time when we rented a zebra for your son's oh, birthday yeah. party. Hey, and hey, you... no, no need to bring up the zebra story. Why are we talking about? Hey, are we in Africa? And I I put up a sign at the party that said "Happy Birthday, Mister R's son." And when Mister R saw it, he tore it down because I guess he didn't want anyone to know that he was the boy's son, and he didn't yeah. even know that Mister R was his dad. Yeah. And the boy freaked out, and he got he got on the zebra, and apparently the zebra was very old, so the zebra died. Mm. And do you think these are stories that, you know, people need to hear? Or is this like, have you been working on a biography or something? Or <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I, Am I crazy here? Or is this an irrelevant fucking tangent we've gone on? Well, I, I, I currently... I radio show to talk about my casinos and my oh. lifestyle. And instead I'm getting attacked by fucking... Well, you know, I, I think uh, that kind of thing of, of, of renting a zebra for a kid's party is 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 just typical of your kind of uh las vegas lifestyle you know that's, that's, the, the, la- that's the lv baby that's what stuff. people want to hear about they want to hear about these you know these glamorous uh, uh yeah. las vegas parties sorry ellie i, I think uh, Ron he also be- shit himself at church that's hardly a story about las vegas that's a story come that's on just, well he had eaten so much pie he had <laughs> ate, there's there's meat pie on the counter and he was eating it for breakfast and i said mr r that's been out for a whole week and he said don't don't tell me what to do i know what to eat and then he just shit himself at church that's hard. This is I'm a God-fearing man, Dave. I'm Dave. a God-fearing man, and I thought all this... my decisions. Well, hang on, hang on, guys. I got, I got to bring on one more caller. Uh, he is <laughs> Detective Hugh Dunnett. Uh, is on the line. Hugh, uh, how do you know Ron? How do I know I, Ron? Yeah, you're a detective. You, you're with the Las Vegas Police Department, is it? Well, Ron has been known to us for. Oh God, many, many years, I'd say. Um, yeah, we've been tracking the L Ron boy. Dave? For a while. Dave? Yeah, Ron? What is this? This is uh, another... This is a st- I thought this was a, a light entertainment program. It hey, seems Ron, like it's some sort of thing. Hey, Ron, we're just having a chat. We're just having a chat. We're just well, I'm not talking to my lawyer. Scotty, are you my lawyer again? Ron, Ron, I got to tell you something. I, they got to me, Ron. They, I told them everything. I told them everything. I'm sorry. Ron, sorry. Scotty, you know everything. My only friend, Scotty. We know, we know about the Lamborghini. We know about the Lamborghini uh, cast setup. The Lamborghini so, cast setup is the first thing that got in my mouth. You know the, Scotty, you told them about the Lamborghini cast setup. That's <laughs> the first thing I told him, Ron. I didn't know what to do. What's know, the Lamb- I said to take my wife away. What's the Lamborghini cat setup? Well, no, look, that's that's one of my we know about the we know about the the, the child moon landing. We know about the the rickety rickety ladder boys. We know about uh, the cartoon killer. We know 
about the cartoon. Sorry, just for my own clarification, <laughs> the cartoon. Which with that was it? Oh, don't give it up. All right, they know about the cartoon killer. And we know big bad Billy Bass. We know about Big Bad Billy Bass. Can you tell us about some of these? Uh... We know that you dropped him in the water. We know that we know that you brought him to the water. We know that you dropped him in the ocean. Okay, well, let's go back to the Lamborghini cat setup. What's that? The Lamborghini cat setup was a, a very well organized heist. Hugh, Hugh. We, I, we are both well aware that there were no charges actually, you know, sustained. No, so there's no point in you bringing up this just because you're no, trying to win a no, fucking popularity no, contest. Just because, because your accomplices were cats and they can't speak doesn't mean there was no wrong. Just because you trained 18 cats to drive Lamborghinis does not mean that there was no wrongdoing done. Excuse me. I am here for the justice for people and animals and cartoons. And yes, clearly. And that's why you're trying to get yourself on a fucking national radio show just so you can get your own fucking, uh, you know, y- y- your profile out there. I am yeah, here clearly for you're a real people. bleeding heart. You're, you're a real fucking good Samaritan. The justice of the people. Well, hang on. Why were you training? Justice of the people. Why were you training so many cats to drive a Lamborghini around? Why was I? He was entering them in a race. He was entering them in a race to win the Bel- the Belvedere crown. I'll be honest, Dave. I refuse to explain any of this because uh, these I will not talk unless my lawyer's present. Okay. So no, he was going to have to explain well, every Scott is on single the line. fucking thing he just brought up. He was going to have to explain all of those individually. So, okay, yeah, well, go on. We'll take them one by one. So you trained 18 cats to drive a Lamborghini to win the Bellevue crown? Correct. Why no, I think what? Why did he train cats? Why not just like get a, a human driver? Because you don't have to, to pay cats a living wage and you don't have to split the winnings from the yeah. Bellevue crown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the cartoon killer? I'm glad killer? it makes sense. <laughs> the cartoon killer? The cartoon killer... <laughs> He, and, and by uh, the way, uh, 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 Scott, if you want to jump in here, because you obviously... No! You so Scott like is writing is. himself out. Scott has clearly turned informer and is no longer in my inner circle. So, Scott, with all due respect, go fucking kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ellie, if you know anything about the cartoon killer as well, feel free to, free, free to jump in. Yeah, Ellie, uh, yeah. I know some things about the cartoon. The, ki- the cartoon killer basically was... The premise was... Um, he he uh, became a cartoonist briefly for a period of time, and he uh, he made a cartoon, uh, and he aired it. And the cartoon had a load of subliminal messaging in it that made people uh, want to kill um, their their uh, uncles. It was an Adult Swim show, this Dave. It was a pilot for this Adult is Swim. Insane! How dare you accuse me of such a damn incident? It's a- Ellie. Uh, Ellie was working for him at the time. Um, I tried to get in touch with Ellie um, about what was going on here. I was kind of and and, and Ellie had an uncle killed actually. Um, in- I'm so sorry about that, Ellie. Yeah. Thank so we you. We didn't do anything at the time. Scott, you were involved. Stop. 
Well, I mean, I just know all about it. That's right. all. You just, Which you, actually makes you, you know, but, you're an accomplice. No, no. I, the deal uh, they made, Ron. Is I didn't realize that that... You're not so fucking... You're not a, a, a Tweety Bird in a fucking mind now, all of a sudden. What? Well, now you want to be tight-lipped, do you? You're a fucking accomplice. If I go down, you go down. I, I didn't know that that my uncle was connected to this. I thought it was... A no, coincidence, yeah, I. Exactly. I didn't. Yeah, no. Your uncle, your uncle was was part of the killings. He was one of the many killed. There's the memorial oh. in um, in uh, Be- Bel Air. <laughs> You're invited to the memorial in Bel Air. You can come. <laughs> His name is written on the memorial. It's on a, it's on a, 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 a structure. It's like a statue of a, of a cartoon. Uh, uh, Sorry, right. Dave, just to chime in here, uh, all of these uh, accusations are false. Just making that clear. Well, yeah. well I don't you, know. I mean, you know. Hugh has obviously been tracking you for a long time. Hugh, has any charges ever come on any... On, on, on hey, Hugh, if you really care about this, why don't you just call me out on Twitter? I have tried. Dave, um, I'm sorry, but um, I'm I'm just feeling slightly... I mean, overwhelmed and I guess a little unsafe. Um, if you if you would be able to give me your address and I could just come to a safe Yeah, Dave. Uh, is there any way I could get that if as well? Just real quick. I would really love to just all of this out. If you could just... That's possible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Say that on, on the air, please. Could you just say your address? Just I'm a federal agent and I need these, this for my reports. Mm. Well, look, we, we, I, I'll absolutely get my address to every single one of you, but I'll, I can't do it. On I know it ends in Ireland. What's yeah, before it, it that? Ireland, but uh, I, I'll give it to you after after the show has ended. Mm. If we guess it, will you will you acknowledge? <laughs> Stop us when right? we're close. <laughs> one. <laughs> is it one day? <laughs> it is one. Yeah, it is one. one. Okay, Number great. One. Oh my God, we're nailing it. Number one, Pound Street. Yeah, it is. It is. It is Town Street. Yeah. One. Oh my God! <laughs> Ireland. Uh, you've missed out the city, so there's a lot of towns. Oh, Dublin, 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 Dublin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I should have said I have two lines. Okay, so, <laughs> Dublin. Uh, so my address is one Town Street, Dublin, Ireland. Street, okay. Dublin, Ireland. All right. That's okay. Cool. You can expect a fucking call, Dave. You can I'm, expect a fucking call for setting me up like this. I'm afraid we're out of time. I want to thank all my callers today, but I especially want to thank Aaron McGathy, Hannah Mamalis, Ro Gary, and Stephen Bradley. Guys, <laughs> you've you want to plug. Let's plug uh, Dungeons and Nagans, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen Dungeons and Nagans live before all this kicked off. What's the crack with this? You're doing it online? Yeah, every every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. on the Mob YouTube channel, hosted by Steve Bennett. Um, it's uh, myself and Stephen and, and Ronan as the regular adventurers, and then we have a guest every week. We had Hannah on a few weeks ago, so if you go to the Mob YouTube, you can check that out. But we have a different different guest on every week. And the Mob also has two two new Zoom classes starting up. Uh, in the next few weeks, we've been doing these very fun uh, write a screenplay in six weeks course we did, and we did a write a TV pilot in two weeks. And now we have a we have another TV writing class that is coming up. So if you're interested in writing something in a very supportive, fun environment and getting getting a script done, then uh, go to mobtheater.ie. Amazing, and you're you're actually 
encouraging someone to write it in that space of time, like write it in two weeks. Yes. So like with the, with the TV, which that was like, uh, that was at the beginning of the, of the lockdown. So people, it was like an everyday sort of intensive sort of course, but we had 20, 28 people finish their TV scripts from that. And then we had, uh, we just had 35 people finish screenplays. So uh, yeah, it's been, it's been very exciting. So for like, if you're looking to, to challenge yourself, it's a, it, there's like a step-by-step thing and you're, you're put onto it, onto a team. So it's kind of gamified. So you're competing against the different teams uh, with your deadlines and stuff. So yeah, if you're looking to be creatively productive, it's a fun, a fun, encouraging thing. Oh, and it's, uh, and the TV script classes pay what you can as well. So Everyone is welcome. Brilliant. And then we have sketch writing as well. But that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. And that is it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good fun. It's all really nice people involved. Yes. And yeah. Brilliant. Thanks again, guys. Thank you to the Heads of Podcast Network for having us and to Bobby Ahern for our new theme music. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. Network. If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to Headstuff Plus.